The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, week 13 in the National Football League. And man, oh man, are we on a roll. Ever since I found out how well we did last week, I have been excited to talk to you guys this week. He really is the star, and he's the guy that's absolutely on fire. His name is Steve Fezzik. He's the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. You can also interact with him pretty much daily over at tuckheads.com. For those of you that haven't already signed up, that should be incentive enough to be able to pick his brain on bets you're thinking about making. I am merely Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. That's not doing too shabby again here in uh, my second straight year of doing pretty good placing my bets as well. Not quite as well as Steve so far this year, but not too shabby. Love those of you that spread the word via social media, just like we love being presented by the folks over at BetDSI.com. Steve and I are both up double digits. He's up big. Take his bets. Go to BetDSI.com. Use the code Tucker15 where you get a free $15. And voila, turn that 15 bucks into a lot more based on our free code and what Steve and I are doing here with our best bets each week. Again, BetDSI.com. For those of you that haven't done it as of yet, you need to go and use the code Tucker15 so you get those free 15 bucks over at BetDSI.com. Well, Steve, as I mentioned, unbelievable week a week ago. First of all, we were 3-0 and on our best bets. The Redskins came through for us. You went two units. I went one. The Steelers came through for us. You went one unit. I went two. And the under in the Bengals against the Ravens game came through. So we were 3-0 and on our best bets. And more importantly, Steve, you were perfect 
last week. Every bet you made came through. You ended up five for five, up eight units, which puts you at plus 22 for the season so far. I wasn't too shabby either. I was up four units. I am now plus 13 for this season. The ones I missed on, boy, did I miss. Saints, Rams. I took the under. The Saints went over by themselves. So that was two units I coughed up. And then I lost one unit going over in that Lions-Vikings game. But Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. Up eight, perfect for the week. Up 22. You must be feeling pretty good right now. You know, and now's the time, and I often do this, I caution everyone. Oh, it makes sense, a professional gambler. He's just going to give me winners every week. The best in the world only hit 55%, Ross. So anyone who's listening that thinks I'm infallible and that I can't roll an 0-5, I most assuredly, uh, I assure you that I can. We do the best we can. We pick more winners than losers, but uh, bet accordingly. Got it. You know, the other thing that's interesting, Steve, is – you look at a lot of the ones that we were leaning on, and boy, a lot of them would have come through as well. Like I was leaning KC, you know, getting three and a half. We were both leaning the Jets, getting eight. So we would have done even better if we had done some more of our leans. I leaned to Tennessee, but didn't take them, and that was two more units for you. So anyway, a really, really big week for us, which is nice gives us a little bit of a cushion there in the black. Let's go. And by the way, I need to mention every week, I need to thank the Birdman, at LBirdman on Twitter, Todd Bergman, for grading us each week so that we have that. Really, really appreciated. Without further ado, I know what the people came for. They want more winners. They want to make – and by the way, I got a bunch of people tweeting – You guys are killing it this week. They hit me up at Ross Tucker NFL. Fezzik's perfect. It was very, very, very exciting. Let's get into this week, Bright. All right, Ross. First up, tonight's game, Dallas. Three-point favorites at the Minnesota Vikings. Our total is 44. Yeah, this is an interesting one because as we're recording this right now, we expect to find out what the deal is with Mike Zimmer the head coach who had emergency eye surgery last night. He's not going to be coaching. In fact, I just checked Twitter as we did this. He's not going to be coaching. Special teams coach Mike Prefer will be interim head coach tonight. Zimmer is recovering from emergency eye surgery for a detached retina. So I guess I'm curious, Steve, what's been the movement since the report came out last night about emergency surgery for Zimmer? And what do you think the movement will be on the line now that we know for sure he's not coaching? Yeah, I would expect the line would pop back up to three and a half. It's been going back and forth between three and a half. The public loves Dallas minus three. The pros love the Vikings plus three and a half so far. Interesting. So you think it'll go back up to three and a half? I would think it would put the brakes on the pros, and the public's just going to keep on betting Dallas, and why not after winning 10 straight games? They're already a public team. 
Yeah, boy, this this one is a tough one for me, especially with no Zimmer. He calls the defense. You know, he's obviously the head coach. I don't like laying points, though, especially on the road to a team that's got a pretty good defense. So I'm going to end up passing this game. I'd probably lean Dallas now with the Zimmer news. Yeah, and I'm, I think the spread's right where it should be. I'm worried Dallas can kind of coast at this point in the year, and this is the home run game for the Vikings. Similar, remember when the Vikings went to Philly and that was their home run game? They needed it like blood. So I would all, I'd still lean Minnesota. I tell you what, Ross, I'm worried a little bit about the impact of the defense at Zimmer not being out there to call the plays, but um, Dallas has not played a good team on the road all year long. They have actually played five cupcakes. Dak has had it easy. He's been playing the Pittsburghs, the Clevelands, the Green Bays, the, all these teams with questionable to bad defenses. Now you've got the Rock and Dome going on. I think that's going to slow Dallas's offense down big time. I like the under. I'm going to go under for two units, under 44. All right, Steve, what about Denver? They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. They're on the road at the Jacksonville Jags, and the total is 40-and-a-half. You know, I kind of like the under, and they, they beat me to the punch here. They bet this down. It was as high as 42-and-a-half, so I'd lean to the under. I'm going to lean Denver also. I think Denver's defense is finally healthy again. I know they lost to Kansas City, but frankly, the way I keep score, they won. They won the stats, and they should have won the game, and I think the buy sign is blinking a little bit on Denver. However, Jags, as Ross says, just another good showing, and that might be enough for them to cover the four and a half. I'll pass. Yeah, me too. This is the second straight game. I I just don't like laying points, especially on the road. So I'll be passing that game as well. I guess if I was going to lean, I would lean Jacksonville getting the four and a half points at home. All right, Ross, KC at Atlanta, the home team, the favorite now. Falcons favored by three and a half, total 49. I'm going to be there um, on Sunday. I'm doing the SEC championship game on the sideline on Saturday. On Sunday, I'll be in the booth for the Chiefs and the Falcons. And Chiefs have been pretty darn good to me. They always keep it close. Seems like it's, except for that one Steelers game, it's always a good game. And, you know, I'm getting three and a half points. Now, I'm a little bit concerned about them playing Sunday night. It went to overtime. Big emotional win. This, as you would say, Steve, is a bad spot for Kansas City. On the road, second straight week. After that game, Sunday night, I'm still going to put one unit on them getting the three-and-a-half points because they've just been so dang consistent when it comes to either winning or at least keeping it close. Yeah, Kansas City is now on an 18-3 and straight-up run in the NFL. That's unbelievable. That's like Joe Montana 49er type of quality. You know what, Ross? I don't care. Um, I don't think they're very good. I know that some, te- some uh, people have them ranked number one in their power ratings. They're wrong. Uh, They should have lost to Jacksonville. They did lose to Carolina, the way I keep score. Miracle win. They lost to Denver. It's all smoke and mirrors. You you nailed it. Terrible spot. They win division rival. Phony win in overtime. They got Oakland on Thursday. Sandwich game. Atlanta's off a bye and an easy win against Arizona. 
Stats-wise, Atlanta's outgaining their opponents by one full yard per play. Number one in the NFL, KC gets outgained by half a yard per play and yards per play differential. So I get the much better team stat-wise in the much better spot. Ross, they're going to kill them. Three stars, Atlanta. Wow. I like it. I like when you come strong like that. You might be right. We'll see. All right, Steve. How about Houston? They are at Green Bay. Packers, six-and-a-half-point favorites, and a total 45-and-a-half. And, Brian, you know I never come that strong when I'm laying more than three points, so I really love that game. This game, what to make with the Packers? I'm going to lean with Green Bay because I, I tell you, I think locker room chemistry. I want to ask Ross about this. Um, when you get a guy that's massively overpaid like an Osweiler, does that really start impacting everybody? You know, you're paid to do a job, but when you're getting paid two and a half million and a guy's getting paid $20 million a year to stink up the joint. It's got to hurt the team chemistry, right? I'll lean Green Bay. Yeah, um, I look at that one, and I'm surprised the line. I mean, think about that. you got a team with a losing record against a team that's in first place, and the line is six and a half points. You know, the Packers, though, are on a short week. I think Brock Osweiler may be on a short leash, or at least he should be. I'm going to pass this one. I'd probably lean Green Bay as well, you know, given the way they played Monday night. I don't like to overreact to one game, but, man. All right, Ross, the Eagles are at the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati favored by one point, total 42. Yeah, you know, the Bengals, the, the, the Eagles played Monday night, and I think that they probably recognized that their playoff hopes kind of evaporated. They're really showing some flaws there at wide receiver and at cornerback. The Bengals have been right there, have barely lost a bunch of games in the row in a row. I don't often like, you know, going with the Bengals the year they're having, but I'm going to put one unit on the Bengals. I just think that they're going to find a way to win this game against an Eagles team that's kind of reeling a little bit right now. Yeah, both teams reeling. The Bengals, no wide receivers. Also, A.J. Green, I made the case he's the most important non-quarterback in the league because they lost Sanu and Jones, and now Bernard's out. I don't see where the points are coming from. You mentioned it. Eagles have trouble at receiver also. Uh, Sproles has a cracked rib. Where are these teams going to come up with 21 points, either one of them? I'm going under 42, two units. Steve, the Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints. Saints, six-point favorites, 53-and-a-half the total. Yeah, and I've got my power ratings don't support it, so I'll just lean to the Saints. Detroit, a terrible road team. The Saints, really, really good at home. You know, the Saints have played two cupcakes. They murdered both of them, and nine above-average teams. So they had a very difficult schedule. That's why they have a losing record. I'll lean New Orleans. What do you think of the total in that one, Steve? Because I know you say people think Detroit's an over-team. They're really an under-team. 53-and-a-half is the highest on the board by a lot. My raw numbers made it 53-and-a-half, so I didn't spend much time with it to match the number I made. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Um, I want to go back, Brian. Every once in a while, I'll piggyback off of something Steve says. I want to put two units on the under in the Philadelphia-Cincinnati game as well so we have a best bet. The best bet. 
As for this game, I'll put one unit on the Lions. Every single one of their games has been a one-score game so far this year. Every single one of them. They're getting six points. I'll take those six points. They also got extra time to prepare for this one than the Saints. Did extra time to heal. Give me one unit on the Lions getting six. San Francisco at Chicago. Bears one-and-a-half-point favorites and our total 43-and-a-half. Yeah, I mean, I guess I give the the Bears credit for playing tough each week, but I think the Niners have a pretty darn good chance to win this game. I don't think Barkley's going to do very well. Chip Kelly knows his weaknesses. The Niners' offense is playing a decent amount better. I'm putting a unit on the Niners, getting a point and a half. I think they win the game outright. Yeah, you know, I might be biased because I only watched the fourth quarter where Matt Barkley looked like Joe Montana last week. Really played incredibly well. Didn't play well the rest of the game. Um, I have concerns here about San Francisco. They played really well, almost won against Miami, and they're staying east. But, Ross, get this. They're staying apparently in Orlando, where it's like 80 degrees or somewhere in Florida, instead of going to Chicago. And then they're going to be playing in 30 degrees. Do not like that at all. Um, I don't know who's the better team with the Bears with Barkley or San Francisco, but I know the intangibles of the weather. I can't get past that. I'm going to lean with the Bears. All right, Steve, how about the Rams going east? They're at the New England Patriots. Patriots, 13.5-point favorites, the total 44.5. I'm going to lean under. I'm going to lean to the Patriots. You know, Jeff Fisher has a long history. When he's a double-digit dog, he runs the play clock down. He snaps the ball as late as possible. He tries to run the ball more. He tries to shorten the game to maximize his chance to win. So that's why I lean under. I tell you, I just can't lay 13-and-a-half in the NFL, um, so I'll pass aside. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, 13-and-a-half is a lot. In fact – I'm going to go with the Rams. 13-and-a-half is way, way too much for me. They were embarrassed on Sunday against the Saints. I think they bounced back in a major way. I'm putting two units on the Rams getting those 13-and-a-half points. That is a lot. All right, Ross, how about the Dolphins? They're at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore three-and-a-half point favorites with a total of 40-and-a-half. Yeah, the, the Dolphins, something to watch there, just how banged up they are on the offensive line right now. The Ravens have been pretty consistent defensively. But the Ravens win every game by a field goal, it seems like. If they win, they win by a field goal. The Dolphins have won six in a row for a reason. I'll take the three-and-a-half points. I'll put a unit on the Dolphins getting the three-and-a-half. you got to like what Baltimore and Harbaugh did last week. Uh, 12 seconds left, they got a punt. He calls his brother. He's like, I saw you lost that game, Michigan, Michigan State on the punt block. What would you do if you had to do it again? Oh, I think I hold everybody on the line of scrimmage. So you know they were talking about that when they came up with that strategy. Uh, I can't bet Baltimore games Ross because I just don't know. Pouncey, Albert, Tunsil, the three linemen, when those guys all played, Miami's kicking butt. When they were out, they absolutely stink. And so with the question of whether they're playing, I think check the injury report on Sunday. And if they're all in, bet Miami. If they're all out, bet Baltimore. So I pass. All right, Steve. Baltimore. Baltimore. Buffalo at the Oakland Raiders. Raiders, three-point favorites with a total of 49. I got to tell you, I really 
don't like either one of these teams. The public loves both. All Oakland does is come up with miracle ways to win games that could go either way, and I give Del Rio a lot of credit because he's my kind of coach. He's aggressive. He goes for it. He doesn't punt the ball on fourth and one or fourth and two on the 40, and that really helps you win. Buffalo has gotten so favorable a schedule. Even when they play the Bengals, A.J. Green goes out during the game. Uh, they get to play the Patriots without, and Jacoby Brissett has to play and start injured. So I think they're fraudulent. I don't think they're nearly as good as the public thinks. But with two overrated teams playing each other, i got to pass this one. So here's my question for you on this one, Steve. It's a three-point favorite for the Raiders. So is Vegas telling us they think that the, the Raiders and the Bills are, are exactly the same, that they're evenly matched teams? Not exactly because the Raiders have a, a smaller home field advantage. I only give them two points, Ross, because of the uncertainty about them traveling you know, maybe coming to Vegas and leaving Oakland. So I don't give them a full three for home field. But I have my ratings have the Raiders two and a half points better than average and the Bills one. So my pure ratings say that Oakland minus three is a little bit cheap. So I guess i got to lean that way. Yeah, I'm going to pass this. It feels like the Raiders win the game by three points would be my guess. So I'm going to pass that one. All right, Ross. San Diego, they're at home. Three and a half point favorites against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Forty-seven and a half is the total. I really like when a team that I think is evenly matched or playing pretty well or playing good, when they're getting more than a field goal. When they're getting three and a half points, I don't know if that's Vegas sucking me in or whatever, Steve, but I like it, and I'm a sucker, I guess, because I'm putting uh, a unit on the Bucks getting three and a half points in San Diego. Yeah, I guess I just can't get past the Tampa-Oakland game when they just they lost in overtime, but they got outgained by like 400 yards in that game, and that has left a lasting impression in my mind. I've got Tampa rated one point worse than an average team. Believe it or not, Ross, I have San Diego rated two points better than an average team. They had a monster strength of schedule, largely because of the division that they play in. So I've got San Diego three points better. I only give them one and a half for home field. That makes my numbers... Four and a half. Tampa upset win against Seattle. Now fly across the country in an underdog role. Bad spot for Tampa Bay. So I would lean San Diego. All right, Steve. Washington, they're at Arizona. The Cardinals, two and a half point favorites. Total 49 and a half. Yeah, I don't have much on this game. I'm worried that that Arizona is going to be mailing it in now. They've basically been eliminated from realistic playoff contention. I like what Washington is doing. I don't like the travel here for Washington. As far as my raw totals, I made a 49.5, and, and I made Arizona 2, so I pass the game. Yeah, and I'm going with the Redskins. I think that they're on a roll. I think the Cardinals realize the season's over. I think that the Redskins had extra time to get ready for this one and heal from the Thursday game Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. I like the Redskins to win the game outright. I'll take the two and a half points, and I'll put two units on the Redskins. Ross, the New York Giants at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, six-point favorites with a total of 48 and a half. Yeah, how about this line, Steve? Plus six for the Giants, who are eight and three. Not a lot of respect for the Giants from Vegas, huh? 
Yeah, the Vegas doesn't like the Giants. I don't like the Giants. Cupcake schedule five easy games in a row, um, including that win like in London against the Rams. I only have the Giants half a point better than an average team. Interesting. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pass the game. I would lean Giants, and I would take the six points if I had to, to make a wager. I don't, though, so I won't, but it certainly feels like that would be the way to go. But I think the Steelers probably end up winning by about a touchdown, which is why I'm going to pass it. You know, I'm going to put a unit on Pittsburgh, actually. I don't like the Giants. I know Pittsburgh has been underachieving, but here's why. The last two home games, the Steelers, they had to play Landry Jones against the Patriots, so they came up short. Then they played that epic battle against Dallas, and they kept going for two and chasing the two-point conversions, and they lose that one, could have gone either way. I get a really good team, my third, fourth best team in the NFL. Steelers rated four points better than average. They're healthy. They got their playmakers off back-to-back losses at home. It's a great spot against a, a fraudulent team on a big winning streak. I think Pittsburgh be able to find a way to win by 7-10. to 10. One unit, Steelers. All right, Steve. Sunday night, Carolina at Seattle. Seahawks, seven-point favorites, total 44.5. So Carolina, two weeks ago, they win the game. They leave the field in tears. Keekly um, carted off the field. Then, last week, they blow the game to Oakland. They literally leave the field in tears again. Four and seven, basically eliminated from contention. And Seattle plays their stinker game against Tampa Bay. But I think they're looking ahead. Remember, Carolina knocked them out of the playoffs last year, 31-24, in a game that Seattle came all the way back on and and really just ran out of time. I think they've had this game circled. Seattle has a four-point home field advantage. You know what, Brian? It's bigger late in the year because of the bad weather in Seattle and the physicality of Seattle, and it's bigger when they're laying less than seven points, seven or less, for R.J. Bell at pregame.com. They're 14-3 and three against the spread when they're laying less than seven points. I'm going to go ahead and put two units on Seattle against a dead Carolina team. Wow. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I can't do that. I saw the Carolina play in Oakland on Sunday. Was very, very impressed by their resiliency. Now, maybe, you know, maybe that was their last stand, like you're saying. I, I'm going to pass the game. I'd probably lean Seattle, but I can't go there. Carolina's got too much pride for me to, to, to not, you know, to lay seven points against them. So I'll pass that one. All right, Ross, finally, it's Indianapolis on Monday night at the New York Jets. Colts, one and a half point favorites in the total 49. Yeah, Andrew Luck will be back, which probably explains the line. Um, I don't get it, though. I, I mean, I, to me, these are pretty much evenly matched teams. The Jets are playing at home. The Jets are getting a point and a half. I'll put uh, a unit on the Jets. I guess the thought process is the Colts are still right in the thick of the AFC South race and the Jets are out of it, but I don't know. I don't care. Give me one unit on the Jets getting a point and a half. And we're going to go head-to-head on this one. Uh, I think the Jets had their Super Bowl last week. I was on the Jets, played a great game, could have won. We're up 17-13 to 13 against the Pats and ran out of gas, and I think they're done. They're 3-8. and eight. And I look at the Colts. Scott Tolzien is a great trivia question. What quarterback moves the line more than any quarterback in NFL history? And the answer is Scott Tolzien. He moves it negatively. Back when he was backing up Rodgers, he'd move it nine points. And same thing here with the Colts. 
And I think that the Colts, off the Thanksgiving Day massacre with Tolzien, now they got their man back and luck, and all he does is clutch City, win the close games. They're used to winning the division. They're only game out. They know they're contending. I think we get a home run effort for team 11 days off. Uh, we'll put one unit on the Indianapolis Colts, lay the one and a half. Got it. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for today's edition of the Even Money Podcast. I'm a little bit nervous on the ones I'm head-to-head with with Steve since he's on so much of a roll. But as they say, time will tell. We shall see what ends up happening. He is Steve Fezzik. We really appreciate those of you that spread the word about this podcast by retweeting it. I already told you he's at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, If you're a Facebook person, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. If you're looking for holiday gifts, we got all kinds of stuff for you on the sponsors page over at RossTucker.com. As I said on one of the other podcasts, you guys should also, if you got kids, check out TheBallCannon.com. It's a guy I know from my hometown. The thing's awesome. Check it out. Other than that, iTunes comments, downloading of multiple devices, it all is good. It all helps. And we got that Amazon banner ad for you. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Last but certainly not least, Steve, I got another place where people can go and make even more money from your observations, and that is DraftKings.com, the destination for one-week fantasy football. And the best thing is we got free entry for you. No cover charge if you use the code FUMBLE at DraftKings.com. Again, use the code FUMBLE at DraftKings.com. There's all kinds of different games you can play. You can renew rivalries with old friends. I'm a big believer that if you do the 50-50s, how can you lose? I mean, you guys are smart. You'll win the 50-50s. So do the 50-50s is my recommendation. Other than that, use the code FUMBLE, DraftKings.com. You know the deal.